Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. What is going on, everybody? My name is Cutter Lawler. Welcome to another week of Weird News Wednesdays. This is the Heroes for Hire podcast. We are back again talking all the strangest news stories from around the world. We talk about the news the real news is too afraid to talk about. As always, I am joined by my partner in crime, Mr. Sean Bean. Sean, how is it going? I'm good. I miss you, Connor. I wish we were in the same room together. <laughs> it's so, it's such a different. It's it's weird because now we've had a taste of it for the hundred episode. And I was like, oh yeah, that was good crack. Yeah, just to like have a friend, you know. Because <laughs> <laughs> we, I'm sure we've all experienced it during this, like the global bastard. When you actually get to meet up with somebody, you're like, this is weirdly better. Than WhatsApp. <laughs> yeah, somehow I thought that it was fine up until now, but no, no, this is better. And so, yeah, we are unfortunately not in the same room for this episode of Weird News Wednesdays, and we do have word, sadly, that I don't know if we'll be around next week as well, but hopefully over the coming weeks we will get more and more, uh, we'll make it more and more regular that we try and get together and have a few recording sessions, because I think it's it's just more fun that way. It, it is, like, it's more fun for us and it's more fun for the listeners. At the minute, it's yeah. a slog for everyone involved. <laughs> we say this at the start of the episode. Right up it's top, a fucking slog. Look, I'll be honest with you lads, I turn off now. I, I'm just going to put it out there. <laughs> if I were you, I'd call the whole thing off. <laughs> <laughs> and so, this is weird news, show. What do we do here? You have spent the week gathering all of the weirdest news stories from around the world. And you're about to read them all back to me. Now, I have not seen or heard or read any of these stories, uh, so we're just going to have a little bit of a chit-chat about how strange people are. Last mm. week, uh, we did kind of a different format, so it was the best of weird news that we've ever had. Um, mm. But this week is going to be brand new, hot off the press, weird news. Yeah, this is this is fresh, hot, steaming news. Just uh, steaming, <laughs> st- steaming. Did you have to steaming, say steaming? Steaming is a bad word for, st- but I don't think because it reminds you of shit. 
Like, it does. Lit- like, but steaming as a word in itself, like, it shouldn't. Like, it should just be allowed to be used. Oh, like, I steaming some hams. <laughs> Steamed clams. <laughs> That's, um, surely they're grilled. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> um, so, we're moving on to our first story, Sean. No Excellent. more of your nonsense. And this week we are starting with a marriage of two pi- of a woman and a ting. This oh. is an old classic of weird news that we haven't had in a while. We haven't had in a while because, we- look, weddings have been restricted, you know. The- mm. When this woman wants to marry a thing, uh, she yeah. wants to go all out. She wants to have all her friends and family there to witness it. We've had men who've married holographic images. Uh, we had the guy who married a sex doll. We've had that woman who married a ghost pirate. I mean... Amethyst had- Realm. Use her real Amethyst name. Amethyst Realm. The woman who married her duvet. That was a good one. But Look, this time... They've, they've gotten on very well in lockdown, let me tell you. <laughs> but this this time, it's different, Sean, because the person... Well, the woman who is marrying this, the thing is actually a living organism. Organism's a strange word. Mm, yeah. Uh, yeah, because I have mom it, of two... Okay, sorry. Mom of two married a tree... And celebrates their first wedding anniversary. Interesting. <laughs> Presumably, the children are from a previous relationship. <laughs> They're just sticks. <laughs> You'll grow up to be big and strong one day. It's just loads of baby groots put around the place. <laughs> but none of them talk. Like, what are you doing? You could have been in a Marvel movie, kid. You could have made us millions. What type of tree? Um, so Kay Cunningham from Sefton Merseyside changed her surname to Elder when she Ooh. and the Elder tree tied the knot at Rimrose Valley Country Park and admits her 15-year-old son is a little embarrassed by this marriage to a separate thing. Oh, 15 is rough. Your friends don't give a fuck about you at that point of your life. <laughs> oh, the roasting that will be happening, I'm sure, is endless for that little boy. It's, oh, that, he's never going to recover from that. No. He's going to chop no. that tree down in the night or something. Just, oh, just pure anger. He's going to be on Twitch and they're just going to take the piss out of him constantly. <laughs> That's it. So, I, so the tree is an elder tree then? Yes. Oh, elder, elder wood is meant to be bad luck. Now, here's the thing. She also has a boyfriend at the same time. Uh, um, so, uh, did she marry the tree for tax reasons? She... <laughs> Get that nationality. (laughs) Gotta get that green card. He's been a resident here for 300 years. I thought I was going to get a green card joke and I... I, You just missed it. It doesn't matter. Green cards only apply in America, dude. Yeah, no, you're right. Damn it. But it's green as trees, Sean. uh, Ah, whatever. Sorry. Sorry, I didn't... I thought you were just geographically idiocy there. That is true also. Oh, lad, Um, words are hard. So, a mom who married a tree left her boyfriend at home as she marked her first wedding anniversary. Kate Cunningham, who changed her surname to Elder, as we've said. Um, she's the 38-year-old who said it was one of the best decisions she has ever made when she married the tree at Rimrose Valley Country Park last year. She celebrated her first year of marriage with two friends and some elderflower champers, leaving her boyfriend and two kids at home. She admits her 15-year-old son is a little embarrassed by the whole thing. A little seems a bit... It's lowering the level of embarrassment, I would say. I would say horrified is the word. (laughs) 
<laughs> just disgusted. Sick, sickened, maybe. <laughs> Vehemently against the situation. I, all of these are better than a little bit. <laughs> so the former teaching assistant admitted that she sometimes clocks up to five visits a week and will forever remain trevoted. That's that's a that's loose pun. Awful. That's yeah. <laughs> it's the first one they thought of, and they went with it. <laughs> like there's so many better ones. Like, will she stick to the marriage? I oh, don't know. Very like, good. Yeah, um, like trevoted. Uh, look, le- th- this person clearly did not want to write this story, first of all. <laughs> the ender's like, we have a woman who's married a tree. Can I not cover, like, some heroic person who saved a calf from a tree? No, no. We will need to have you interviewing the actual tree. Yeah, you can cover the tree, all right. But... <laughs> there's no cat and there's no hero. There's only losers here. There's no hero in this story whatsoever. <laughs> Is did, did do they interview the boyfriend in this? No, but I would love to hear his thoughts. He's like, ah, look, fuck it. It's it's easier this way. She, she has hobbies. <laughs> I can't stop her. This is just one of her things that she likes doing. And also drinking elderflower at the at the anniversary. That's twisted if you think about it. It's a bit a bit, a bit of cannibalism. It goes a long way. Cer- certainly. Treeabilism. Huh? Treeabilism. Yeah. <laughs> no, absolutely. <laughs> Keep saying hey two more times and it'll be funny. <laughs> huh? <laughs> and, and once more. Here we go. One more. Okay, here we go. Hey. <laughs> oh, that's a fucking good one, Sean. Actually, <laughs> I just mentioned it. Appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> so, me and my friends, she said, I don't know, I think getting married was one of the best decisions. Me and my friends went over to the tree and said hello for a small celebration a couple of days ago. It was a little gathering with two friends where we raised a toast and had a glass of elderflower champagne. Not once have I thought that I shouldn't have done it. It's something I feel like happened at the right time. Despite causing a little bit of embarrassment for my 15-year-old son, he sees the bigger picture now and understands what it's for. (laughs) What is it for? What what is the reason for marrying the tree? Does she love the tree? I mean, I think in my head, if you want to be heroic, maybe she's marrying the tree so they maybe don't cut it down. Maybe it's a thing of like, oh, I'm tying myself to this tree. Legally, yeah. Legally. Like, you can't chop it down if it has legal rights of a marriage. Does the tree have custody over the kids? I think at this stage, yes. That boyfriend has no custody. He's not... The boyfriend is not in a marriage with this woman. That's true. In the eyes of the law, the tree would have first first claim on the kids. If they wanted to go for a mortgage together, she'd have to go with the tree. That's The tree would have to co-sign. That's, that's right. <laughs> so, it's something which has made me feel a bit more confident about myself. I don't care about what anyone else says, which I'm glad for because we are saying things. We are saying um, many things and none of them positive. Um, marrying the tree has given me a new purpose. What is that purpose, Sean? Uh, news interviews? Mm. News interviews? <laughs> she might get an interview in, like, Newsbreak or Hello Magazine. Could happen. One of those high-quality journalistic articles. Yeah. The, yeah. Um, she... I was... Sorry. She keeps just referring to it as the tree. She didn't give it a name. Uh, no. The tree has no name. Okay, that's 
I just What do you think, think how how did they sign the marriage certificate? Did he sign a tree? Is it a he? That's presumptuous of me to think that the tree is male. Th- I'm sorry. This is true. Um but she does recommend she says he's he. Or no, she keeps saying they're tree, so maybe it is a female. We don't know. Uh, we'll we'll call it the tree they and we'll <laughs> call her <laughs> mental. <laughs> So she even says, I've changed my name to Elder. So her second name is now Elder instead of her, her second name that she had. Dad, why have you done this? <laughs> so even that gives me a whole new feeling. It fits in with married life as well. I feel like a changed person. Um, Kate wore an olive dress and floral headdress as she said her nuptials with the towering tree last year. The ceremony was attended by dozens, and the local musician and poet Davy Edge performed everyone's favourite local musician and poet. Davy Edge himself? <laughs> no, we not the Edge. It. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Shit, that would have been way better. They could only get Bono. <laughs> yeah. We either have Davy Edge or Bono. Fucking get Davy Edge in. <laughs> Fucking da- Davy's, Davy's making a killing off of this partnership. <laughs> um, so Kate has remained more loyal to her tree than ever she said I make sure to stop off even if it's just for a five minute wander I like to just sit there and soak in the surroundings I like the peace and quiet around the tree often I like to talk to the tree I say hello and thank you for your good energy I feel like a stronger better person better it sounded like your hand, your head was in your hands. <laughs> I, I did have to raise up my mouth to microphone level, that's true. <laughs> yeah, she feels like a better person. She has this tree. I mean, I don't know if you've ever gotten into a fight, but if you turn up to a fight and you've got a tree backing you up, Lord the Rings has taught me that's a good thing. Uh, they're not trees, they're ants, oh, first of all. I do apologise. <laughs> I do apologise. Sorry, nerd. And... <laughs> Second of all, where's the Lorax in all this? Yeah, no, that's a good point. Because famously, he speaks for the trees. <laughs> the Lorax was the minister. Oh, <laughs> that did the marriage. DeVito was there. <laughs> oh, it was so good. It was a lovely ceremony, Sean. Very subdued, very natural. That's ridiculous. Yeah. I'm sure it's um, part of like, yeah, stop the tree from being cut down. So, mm. But I also think... Don't put your kids through this. And you know how it was love at first sight, Sean? She said, one day I was looking around tree hunting, looking for a tree. I was like, Ooh. oh yeah, nice, nice, nice. As there was I a forest the there and she couldn't see them. You can't see them. <laughs> um, but as soon as I saw the elder, I thought, that's the one. This Ooh. tree didn't get much say in this marriage. Well, look, the, she, she likes an older tree, you know? That's, yeah. Yes, she does. <laughs> um, I walked it around it for a few hours because the park is so big. A few it's hours! Very big. A few hours you walked around a single tree! <gasps> I mean, this is, is getting a bit X rated. <laughs> oh, this is ludicrous. <laughs> where, does you, where do you rank this woman's marriage on our marriage scale, first of all? And what do you feel about this marriage? Oh, this is like, it's definitely top five. Mm, definitely top five. And we've done about 50. 
I was yeah, I was like the amount of weird marriages we've done on this show boggles the mind. Mm. Uh, I mean, it's definitely below Ghost Pirate though. I don't think anyone's going to top that for a while. Do you think that the boyfriend feels jealous? As ridiculous as it sounds. Maybe. I mean, it it depends kind of how happy she is after coming back from the tree. (laughs) If she's in a bad mood leaving you and then she comes back in a happy mood, I mean, I would be maybe slightly jealous. Like, what the fuck is he giving you or the tree giving you that I am not? That, yeah, like... And 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 to be fair, like you can climb a tree, you can have great fun in a tree. <laughs> Can't climb a human. Can't. Well, so, I mean, there's some really tall humans, but I just can't climb them. Just can't climb. Not not in the same way as you just climb a tree. Yeah, but if this is the case, then if she's walking through a different forest, will she just like fancy another tree? Ah, she's not that shallow. Come on now. She no. spent hours looking for that first tree. Yeah, and she walked around it for ages. Just surveying it from every angle. Wait if I get hit by lightning or something. <laughs> Why would you put that out there? Come nah, on. I love chaos. I just, I just wanted to see what she would do. The um, Look, I, I, I wish her and the tree well. Mm, yeah. And I wish and the boyfriend and the kids even weller. I would say the boyfriend and the kids are the ones I'm mostly thinking about. At this stage, they must all just have the dinner table and kind of give each other the look like your mother's gone to the tree again. Right. Okay. What are we having for dinner? Tree? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen her in five days, Papa. When will she be home? She's walking around the tree. You know she loves it. <laughs> it's the only thing keeping her from killing us all. Because she's so damn disappointed in me. We've made it sinister now. (laughs) Um, Okay, we're moving on to our next piece of news. And this is an 80-year-old man who disappeared while out hiking turned up at his own missing person appeal. Wait, he turned up to look for himself? (laughs) Yes. Unreal. What a hero. (laughs) Um, an 80 year old man who went miss- missing while hiking during a hailstorm was reunited with his family at a press conference staged to try and find him he's <laughs> like that, that looks familiar <laughs> yeah you at the back <laughs> you not the guy on the big poster <laughs> they pull him up he looks very like this man <laughs> if anyone sees this man's doppelganger you bring him in it has gotta be him dead um, or alive <laughs> Wait till you hear this man's name. Harry Harvey. <laughs> Ooh, two first names and, and alliteration. If your second name was Harvey, don't call your son Harry. It, it's a family name, Connor. John, Frank, Bill. They all work a lot better than Harry Harvey. John Harvey's a strong name. Yeah, it is. Um, and he was reported missing at 1.30pm on Sunday after he became separated from his walking partner while out hiked, hiking in the Yorkshire Dales. Remember, this is an 80-year-old man. Um, police, the Royal Air Force and mountain rescue workers spent four days searching for the experienced hiker and a press conference was planned for Wednesday at the Tan Hill Inn, situated within the National Park. 
But the planned appeal turned into a celebration <laughs> when Harvey actually turned up to the appeal. <laughs> was he just grand like or had he wandered in from the wild? He just wandered in like what is going on? Why like, are what what we all the commotion? I was trying to I was trying to disappear and fake my death. <laughs> oh, I hate that photo of me. Take that down. Who's that putting that up? Uh, what's this about? <laughs> what's going on, lads? That's Oh, look, first of all, he's 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 alive. He's he's in good form. Fair play. <laughs> Second of all, uh, how long do you think he waited in that crowd before he put his hand up? Oh, I mean, I think you first walk in and you're confused. Mm-hmm. Maybe a few a few minutes of confusion, and then at that point, embarrassment sets in, and you have to time it so you're like, I have to wait until they stop talking because you'll feel rude if you interrupt. Because they're clearly very caring. And also, would you want to say nothing to see how many nice things people say about you? Oh, see, that's risky because then you get found out. And it's like, mm. no, you were alive the whole time. You were right there. <laughs> There's Harry Harvey R.I.P. on the wall. <laughs> He's like, no, guys, come on. Of course, I imagine that Harry Harvey, all of his walking gear is monogrammed with H.H. <laughs> of course. So. <laughs> we found this one HH hat of his eaten by wolves. Oh. There's nothing left. Um, <laughs> it was his lucky HH hat. <laughs> his hat, they called it. <laughs> um, but the planned appeal, as I said, turned into a celebration when Harvey turned up. A wildlife photographer had spotted him while out on the moors and contacted <laughs> rescuers. He was hunting in salmon pr- in a lake. <laughs> <laughs> And he was underwater looking up at him. <laughs> Holy shit! Oh, that's Harry Harvey. <laughs> that's HH. I recognise the lack of, lack of hat. God, he must be called what a man. <laughs> um, embraced by his son and daughter-in-law, Harvey, who had a large dressing on his forehead, addressed the, addressed the cameras and waiting reporters. Seated by a roaring fire in the country pub, he described being caught in a really heavy hailstorm with howling gales and winds. I think he could have gone all out here. I I think he could have gone absolutely just over the top of the story. There was a thunderstorm and some wolves attacked me. And also, bears attacked me too, but I fought both of them off. I fought them off. It was like the Liam Neeson movie, The Grey, but with bears. But wolves the were Revenant. also there. And the Combined. Revenant. Oh, God. I am Liam Neeson DiCaprio. <laughs> I am Leon Neeson. Leon Neeson is way better. How did I yes. not think of Leon Neeson? <laughs> Um, by the time I got, he said, by the time I got my kit on, it was really dark. Um, this is him talking at his own press conference, by the way, that they set up to find him. Oh, sitting in like a high back leather armchair, I imagine, in front of a yeah, roaring and everyone's fire sitting with a around glass him. of scotch. And everyone's sitting around him on tiny little stools. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Henry De- Harvey De- said he then reverted to plan B by finding somewhere safe to camp and setting up tent when questioned about his injury on his head he said I came off a bridge and that was it lost my glasses and my compass fortunately the orange frames of his glasses made it easy for him to find them um, asked how he felt about gathering at the pu- at the gathering at the pub he said if I'd known I wouldn't have come back I could do without all of this um, oh, he's I had shy. Three re- he's humble, Harvey. I, 
<laughs> he said, I had three really good wild camping nights where I was on my own and had all the kit I needed. I think this is this is getting a bit sinister now. Wait, <laughs> I wait, fucking so he hate was just, you. He was just grand. Like, he was happy. He was grand. <laughs> he, he was just hiking. What? A, that is, that's a level of badass, to be just 80 and stuck in the woods and be like, ah, oh, this is fine. <laughs> and there's hailstorms and he's like staying in a cave and he's just like, It'll be grand. We'll make it. We'll get, make a trip out of it. So go on. We have a few we'll, days. We'll make the best of things. What can you do? And then he's like, "I may head back at some stage. They'll be getting worried." All right. Look, we'll we'll go another day, and then I'll go back tomorrow. Yeah, and then he rocks up to the pub. Oh no! <laughs> shouldn't have waited that extra day. Um, I shouldn't have stopped for only... that haircut. <laughs> I went to that hat shop. <laughs> I just wanted to get some more. Um, the only thing I was getting a bit short of. I've got a hell of an appetite, and when I get hungry, I've got I've got to get something to eat, or I can't go on. He said. Um, Harvey's relatives were less enthusiastic about the experience. His daughter-in-law, whose name was not given, told the press coverage, "He's had a blast. We've had a nightmare." That's a good line. That is that is a good line. Also, yeah, like think of it from his perspective. He's never going to be allowed to do this hobby again. No, but also, I think you'd be slightly offended that he'd much rather stay on a hill in a gale force winds and rain than hang out with you for one more second. I mean, it's not that he'd rather, it's just that when it happened, he was fine with it. (laughs) He was like, oh, this is better than what we'd already planned. Yeah, this is better than the weekend I was on. Yeah. Harvey's son said his father is now grounded, adding that he can wear his new hiking boots to practice on the bowling green rather than go off trekking ever again. <laughs> Fuck's sake. <laughs> um, so more than 100 mountain rescue members took part in the search for Harvey, as well as search dogs, police officers and members of the RAF. <laughs> oh God, that's a lot. That is like an organised effort. A hundred members of the rescues, or the, of a hundred members of the mountain rescue, um, search dogs, police officers, and members of the RAF, and he turns up at his own press conference. Dude, I, I hope he like entered in and like threw down a smoke bomb. It was just like, did you miss me? <laughs> just appears on stage. Ha! It was a plan all along. <laughs> he goes up, takes the mic. And just like, I suppose you're wondering why I gathered you all here. <laughs> There's been a murder. One of you is the culprit. I'm looking at the search dogs. And then okay. he just like, he pulls a cord and the four walls of the cabin like tip down like it's a cardboard set. And then he just says one word into the mic. He just looks around the room and goes, run. And then he hunts them. <laughs> just pulls out a bazooka. <laughs> out of his hat. I'm also a magician on the side. Here's a bazooka and a hat. Okay. And a dove. <laughs> a dove. What's that behind your ear? Oh, another bazooka. <laughs> Not a kind little boy. Run. <laughs> um, so, the Swaldale Mountain Rescue posted on Facebook, Great news, Harry Harvey has been found safe and well on the moon near Tan Hill. Over 100 member Mountain Rescue members have been involved in the successful search. It was not a successful search over the three days. Not on their part, but on Har- no, like it, Harvey found anything, himself. 
If, if anything, it was a failure of a search. He came to Tim. <laughs> well, no, the, the the PR campaign was great. You know, it was all over yeah. Woodland social media. So they they went down and they looked for him, couldn't find him, turned around, everyone went home, and he said, look, I'll tip on there now. Come on, we'll go say hello. <laughs> I'll, I'll get the lift home. <laughs> Is anybody going by my house? No, I need nobody. A lift. Right, back to the nobody. woods. All right. Back to, should I have a camp set up anyway? All right, talk to us after. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so Harry Harvey turned up to his own press conference that he went missing in, and we can only assume Den began hunting them one by one. Yes, and is there's there's about four left at this point, and they formed an uneasy mm. alliance. Uneasy. like, And then one of them's going to turn on the other ones, but they'll be the first one to go after that. But, yeah, and one of them is like hiding a bite. And the bite uh, is slowly turning them into Harry Harvey. <laughs> no, slowly turning them into Harry Harvey's hat. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no, there's tread on my sleeves. Oh, no, look at my arms. They're wool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like, I like where that story went, and I'm glad that man's alive. <laughs> um, okay, we're going to move on to our next story. That is an Oklahoma woman who told cops, I have to poop. Before a high-speed chase. Before the chase? Yes. Okay, so... I mean, look, first of all, I think that's totally fair. You should be allowed to say that to the police. (laughs) So, Emily Sind Owings, 28, was pulled over around 9am on Tuesday morning when a cop noticed that she was not wearing a seatbelt. Um, she didn't have her insurance or any identification except for a medical marijuana card. Um, but the officer ran her information and determined that her driver's license had been revoked. Oh, when no. he informed her that when he informed her that he's checking for outstanding warrants, she tearfully told the officer, "But I have to poop so bad." <laughs> body camera footage showed. Oh, it's on body. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's not just it's, the word of the it, officer there. So, so her first line is, "I have to poop so bad," and she clearly sees maybe that's not working. She takes a different approach. It's my birthday. It's my fucking birthday. Why won't you just let me go? Because and then the officer responds with, "Because your license is suspended, man." Look, you drive a hard bargain, officer. <laughs> Um, then she says she apologises again and reiterates that she didn't know. Otherwise, I wouldn't drive no more. But can I please go home and poop? She says. That's, look, need, like really needing a shit is pretty debilitating. <laughs> and I would argue makes it not easier to drive, but I think you're more intent. You're more Alert. direct as a driver. Like you're going where you yeah. need to go. You're going as the crow flies, like. Exactly. Like, through some people's gardens or, you know, through an orphanage or something. Yeah, yeah. No, that orphanage can be built again. I That's need to get home. We can get new orphans. I can't get more time. <laughs> I need to go home. I, I need to poop. <laughs> I don't think you're getting this, officer. It's very clear. And so... And the argument of it's my birthday as well, that stopped working like when you stopped getting homework, you know. Yeah, I think I think even, yeah, once you reach past like 18, it's my birthday seems just a bit, I don't know, not great if you're genuinely in trouble. 
Like, if you're like, ah, will you make me a cup of tea? It's my birthday. Like, sly wig, fair enough. Yeah. But if it's like, I killed four people, it's my birthday. So, I mean, come on, officer. Yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah, anytime you're breaking the law, you need a better excuse ready. <laughs> what about the poop? Which is a better excuse? Oh, I... Th- <laughs> if we're talking, like, amount of social situations where I need to poop would mm. would confuse someone to the point of letting you off with something, I think I need to poop is better. Because, <laughs> like, if I went into a Starbucks, right, and I was like, listen, I'm not going to buy anything, but can I use your bathroom? Which, mm. like, if I say it's my birthday, they're probably like, oh, look, happy birthday, but I'm sorry. If I say, no, dude, I really need to poop. <laughs> He's never heard that before. No one's ever said that to him. That, that's something that candid has never been uttered. Not at all. And then, like, he's just like, huh, oh, all right, all right, fine, fine. Yeah, just panicking. He's just, already on the back foot, like. Exactly, you need to confuse him mentally. Mm, yeah, exactly. It was then determined that during the stop, so she's already mentioned, I have to go home. She's in tears. It's my birthday. I won't drive anymore. I know my license is suspended. I'm going to go home and poop. I'll be back in a few minutes, officer. Um, it was then determined during the stop that there was a warrant out for her arrest for allegedly fighting an officer previously. Oh, no. The cop, the cop then asked her to get out of the vehicle, informing her that she was under arrest. You have warrants in Woods County and they are coming to get you, the officer said. But Owings refused to cooperate, telling him, No, they are not. Fuck you guys. Oh no, It's the, this is how it happened the first time. Yeah. Um, she then sped off from the scene, leading authorities on a pursuit for several blocks with speeds topping 70 miles per hour. Um, Owings allegedly blew through several stop signs where she ultimately st- before she ultimately stopped and surrendered to cops with their guns drawn. But she still apparently had business to take care of. She no. said, and while she's being escorted into the squad car, she asks one of the officers, can I poop in your car, man? <laughs> and what did the officer say? <laughs> I think if any situation devolves to the point that you look at someone and go, can I poop in your car, man? I think you've lost that situation. It is hard to come back from, I grant you. Mm, yeah. But on the yeah. situation that it works, you've made a friend for life. <laughs> you're bonded if he's like oh I do it all the time you're you're forever friends exactly it's like so, uh, blood brothers like <laughs> yeah yeah. But, uh, he says you could have already been on your way to jail the officer said to which she responded yeah but not pooping <laughs> <laughs> logic logic is flawless there <laughs> yeah the officer's like well if you hadn't run away we could have been on the way to the station and you could have pooped and she's like yeah but I wouldn't be pooping though. I'd be on the way to the centre. I, I want to go home. I want to go home and I, I want to be comfortable, you know? Yeah, oh, of course. You like um, some candles? So she already had the warrant around, about for fighting the officer. Then she sped away. And then when they searched her vehicle, they discovered a pipe with mate in it. So she's done the triple threat. Yeah, it's classic meth, poop, and fighting. <laughs> they normally follow each other normally you're full of bet you have a good fight and then afterwards you're a bit tired you gotta get that poop now, occasionally they're in a different order occasionally you fight 
do a poop, and then have some meth. <laughs> in whatever way you want to do it, everything's fine, except for the whole doing things that are illegal. Sean, what do you think her thought process here was? Did she really need to poop, or was this her best excuse? See, the, the fact that she kept bringing it up and didn't... Because it clearly didn't work, like... The, the officers weren't having any of it. So when it didn't work and she kept saying it, that makes me think it's true. And mm. she was just really desperate to take a shit. At 9am in the morning as well, where are you driving to? That you, like, you get caught? Like, on the hop, like? Uh, yeah, on the hop, like, and you go home. I, I mean... Because if you're going to work, I don't think you turn around and go back. You're already on the way to work. That's true. She could have stopped for a coffee along the way. Just really exacerbate the whole oh, situation. that would kill you. You that do not want that clean now. Clean you out, lads. So <laughs> um, Yeah, I think my favourite was, can I poop in your car, man? <laughs> yeah. I, I, th- I think that's just a question that really you should never ask anybody. No, and I don't think it's ever been asked of anybody. No. No, I don't think so. Um, okay, we're going to move on to our next piece of weird news, and that is burglar falls asleep in AC room while committing theft, wakes up to cops arresting him. And he's very chilly. <laughs> yes. Um, in a theft gone horribly wrong, a thief fell asleep in the comfort of an air-conditioned room in the course of his burglary. The 21-year-old man who attempted to rob a house in... Uh, I'm going to absolutely butcher this... Um, but Andhra Pradesh's uh, East District home fell asleep under the bed of the order in mi- in the middle of the night and eventually was caught red-handed, reports the news. Um, Suri Babu, a resident of the village, attempted the theft last week. After doing a recce of the house, which Ooh. belonged to the order of the petrol, um, the petrol station order from in the town. And so he does the recce for over a long period of time. During that period, he have carefully observed the daily whereabouts of Sati Reddy, the owner of the home. Where does he keep his money? When does he fall asleep? When does he come? When does he go? You know how it is. In a classic recce criminal move, he's, he's ahead of the game. On the ultimate night, at 4am, Babu entered the unlocked house and stepped inside Reddy's room, who was then fast asleep. Making it easier for Babu, Reddy, for some reason, had kept his cash on his side table that night. He likes to count it. He counts it instead of sheep to get to sleep. <laughs> like, who has big piles of money just on the side of their bed? Oh, uh, cer- certainly not me, Connor. Yeah, oh, no, God. <laughs> <laughs> Money bags me and we call you. Um, so, um, making it easier, as I said, he kept his money on the side table that night. Meanwhile, unable to resist the temptation of a cool room, an exhausted Babu, he'd been up since he'd been up until four a.m. Curled up underneath Reddy's bed and dozed <laughs> off for quite a long time. What? How would you make that decision to be like, okay, I've got the money and I'm ready to leave. But first. <laughs> like, there has to be a moment where he looks at the money and then looks at underneath the bed. And then looks at the money and then looks underneath the bed and he goes, I think I've made the right decision. <laughs> okay. It's like, this This is definitely, this is worth yeah. it. Because the air conditioning was so cool, Sean. It was just so nice to be in there. But you have air conditioning in your car, man. 
Mm, yeah. So waking up to Babu's snoring. <laughs> He's a snorer. Reddy immediately tiptoed out of his room, bolted it from outside, bolted it from outside, I should say, and called the cops. Which, if you're ready in that situation and you wake up and you just hear snoring coming from underneath your bed, you have to start panicking. Yeah, like, that's not something you ever expect to wake up and hear, especially if you live alone and you don't have any pets or anything like that. Mm. But he properly curled up under this dude's bed. Curled up underneath the bed, tum, or the, the tum was in his mouth, and he's no 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 no, <laughs> snoring away, as as I'm sure that's what snoring sounds like in all other households. I cannot assume. Absolutely. But uh, Reddy wakes up immediately. He's like, "There's a weirdo underneath my bed snoring." Uh, tiptoes out of the room without waking the criminal, and um, bolts it from outside and calls the cops. Once the police stormed inside the room, Babu locked himself inside. However, after a lot of persuasion, he finally opened the door and admitted to his crime. He told us that he was tired, and since the air conditioner was also on, he could not resist the sleep, said the police officers. I had to take advantage of it. I might never sleep again. (laughs) I was just so snuggly. It was just too nice, you know what I mean? I could have easily just taken the money and gone home and been rich and then also gone to sleep. But I just really... You know when you just get sleepy? I got drowsy. I would think that the cold would keep you awake, if anything. Mm, true. Well, not if it's really, really hot, though. That I mean, I guess, yeah. But also, just leave the fucking house, dude. <laughs> Is this the worst criminal we've had? I think it might be, actually. Because he had fully gotten away with it. Like, to do the recce of the house, figure out when that man was coming and leaving, figure out his, you know, his day, his schedule, sort all that out, plan it down to that nth degree, and then to get in there and shit the bed so clearly, to be like, well, the money's there, but you know... I just love a good sn- snuggle. A bit of Z time for me. Yeah, and and was it? He must have just thought, I'll, "I'll just sleep for five minutes." And I'll have a twenty-minute nap and yeah, sing and as the alarm. As, as soon as you make that bargain with yourself, you've lost. Yeah, do you think he's setting the alarm on his phone? <laughs> <laughs> right, that'll wake me up now in a little bit. See, that seems like a good idea, but it would also wake up the man he's sleeping beneath. This is this is true. Yes. I don't think any theft should ever happen that you fall asleep on the crime. Even if he had gone to sleep for an hour before the crime at maybe one o'clock and then at four had decided, right, set the alarm at three, wake up, let's go. Yeah, I I can't think of a situation where being asleep during a robbery is ever helpful, you know? And then when the police arrived, I like that they say, after, however, after a lot of persuasion, he finally opened the door. They were like, look, man, you're locked in his bedroom and you were asleep and we are surrounding the house. <laughs> you are dead to rights here. <laughs> There's no way you're getting out of this. Um, the police revealed that Babu ran a small sweet shop but didn't make much money out of it. Drowned in debt. Debts. He thought a theft would help him come out of his financial troubles. 
Um, his family also admitted to him being an amateur thief, which I think this is a pretty amateur move. <laughs> that is like day one of thief school. Mm. <laughs> Step one, commit the crime, get away, then sleep. Not in a different order. Oh, it's like it's like the poop, meth and fighting thing all over again. <laughs> he just mixed it up. What a silly goose. <laughs> um, so yeah, there's a man who fell asleep while committing the crime. I think in grand scale things that is that's worst plan ever. To in the mid in the midst of a crime that you've planned to then go like because especially because he planned it. That means he knew he was going to do it that night. He had done the recce for the previous few days or weeks. So you, if there's, if there's say like a UFC fight or something, I I know some of the lads say if there's a UFC fight. It's not until four o'clock in the morning. They'll go to sleep for a few hours beforehand, so they're more awake when the fight comes on. They'll set an alarm. Yeah. Surely it's just more common to just set an alarm for you know go to sleep for an hour at one o'clock and then come back strong. Yeah, come back like rested and uh, and 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 ready to do your do the tasks. Be that watching UFC or robbing a man. We're robbing a man. They're the same. So, um, so we're moving on to our next piece of news, and that is another traffic stop shot. But a man fled a police traffic stop, leaving behind something. Sean, what's the worst thing you can leave behind at a traffic stop while speeding away? Your driver's license. No. Worse. Oh, your license plate? A man fled a police traffic stop, leaving behind his winning lottery ticket. Fuck no. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) You'd be sick. You would be fuming. You'd never recover from that. In my head, he's like driven off so fast. He's got. He has like um. He he's got uh, the roof comes down on his car. Yeah. And he's driving along, and the, and the ticket has just gone flying as he's driven away. Oh yeah, like it's it, it just barely catches. You know, I like the idea mm. that he he's like looked at it in the car, held it out of the roof, being like, "Yes, I've won," and then the wind <laughs> took it. <laughs> it was no lucky day for a man who fled a traffic stop in Georgia, leaving behind what deputies said was a bag containing drugs and a $1,000 winning lottery ticket. Oh, that's rough. That's a lot of drugs. <laughs> yeah. Um, the Cherokee County Sheriff's Office said deputies were an Interstate 75, one of the best f- first 76 interstates <laughs> on Monday, when they spotted a car with a tag violation. They pulled it over, but the man in the passenger seat fled into the nearby woods and dropped a backpack. Inside that backpack was a laptop, a small amount of meth, and a winning $1,000 lottery ticket. I nearly said dollary do lottery ticket. You very nearly did. Um, in a Facebook post, the Sheriff's Department congratulated the suspect for winning the, for the winning lottery ticket and invited him to come claim it. <laughs> oh... Do you do it? How much do you? How much do you think that's prison sentence or like jail time or a fine or what? You see, if he didn't do anything else, if he just had a tag violation on the car, I think it'd be less. The meth has kind of killed him here. Yeah, the meth really did him in there, and I think yeah, 
He's definitely getting fined a thousand dollars, whatever happens, isn't he? Just yeah, suspiciously just a thousand. Yeah, yeah, and like all of his friends are like, "Oh no, that cost me like two thousand five hundred. No, they specifically said they wanted a thousand from me. <laughs> they just wanted to keep a ticket. It's but, weird. Just an easy trade, you know. <laughs> um. So, to the suspect who ran on foot from our deputies on a traffic stop this morning, you left a winning $1,000 lottery ticket in your vehicle. You can claim your ticket at the, poli- the Cherokee County Jail. It will be here waiting for you. Congratulations, by the way, the caption read. Shortly afterward, the deputies took the man into custody and he was charged with possession of met and obstruction, according to Baker. When when he bonds out of jail or gets done with these charges, we'll certainly return that lottery ticket, but we're keeping the met, he said. So they have to return the lottery ticket to him. Oh, but, they, but they're keeping the meth. Yeah, yeah they're, because that's more fun. That's, <laughs> the officers are keeping the meth for recreation, is what you're saying there. <laughs> like, they're, they're weighed up, well, a grand is okay, but meth... We'd have a few good evenings. Steve loves the mesh. We're all looking at Steve here. Steve hates money. Hates <laughs> numerical value on things. Loves mesh. I mean... Look, the, I think this is entirely fair. I think he should have to come in, claim the ticket and face the consequences. And he's also hmm. going to. Because he was dumb enough to lose it. But... The thing is, they have to return it. So technically, he's a winner. He just needs to come in and take his punishment. But actually, if he comes in and gets put in jail, then the lottery ticket will expire by the time he gets out. Yeah, that's true. Unless he gives it to someone to claim it. Maybe. Because, yeah, they can take the mate from him because it's an illegal substance. But the lottery ticket is his, legally. If he had it in his possession. Like, that's not doing anything wrong. True. He bought it, he won it, and he's entitled to claim it, but he's not entitled to have meth or have a speeding fine. No. <laughs> I think you'd be, you would be sick when he runs into that woods and he's like, where did I put the fucking ticket? He's like feeling around in his pockets. <laughs> He's like, oh shit, the cops are on me. But at least I have my trusty lottery ticket. Huh? My winning lottery ticket. Nothing wrong there. That's all aces on my part. Oh, heavens no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, de- oh, oh, fuck. I left it with the laptop, didn't I? Yeah, I threw oh. it in the laptop. I threw it in with the laptop yeah. bag. Definitely, oh, definitely fuck. that's where it is. Yep. Oh, yeah, that's... <laughs> Do I go back? Do I go back? No. There's no point. The, it's... I don't. I also like a thousand quid is a grand amount to win on the lottery as well. It is a grand amount, yeah. Oh fuck! Because grand means thousand. Yeah. Oh, there you go. go fucking on. hell! <laughs> Didn't even plan that one. They're not all winners. Go on. <laughs> oh, I could be a winner. <laughs> you could be, but the lottery it tricks you because nobody's a winner. Especially not this man. He's lost everything: his money and his yes. mess and his car. Maybe. Uh, I can only assume they took the car as well, yes. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> um, okay, we're going to move on to our next piece of news, and we are moving to Florida, as I have two Florida men caught with stolen power pole on SUV in Jacksonville. Power pole? Like the... Yes. Like the big wooden pole they have in the street that carries power? 
Yes. Right, so what you're saying is that they took the pole. The pole? From the street and put it on their car? Yes, they stole the pole. Now, what I will say is not much monetary value in a power pole, don't you think? I wouldn't say so. It's many, In many ways, it's more useful as a power pole. Yeah, because really, like you're paying for the electricity that's going through it. But in reality, the pole itself, it's just a piece of metal. Yeah, like, and it's just, it's useful to have it in, the, in, in where it is. <laughs> it gives people power. So, the Jacksonville men were arrested after someone reported seeing them load a light pole on top of an SUV on Wednesday, two days after Hurricane Irma caused major damage in Jacksonville. According to a police report, an officer heard over the radio that two men without shirts on, the classic Florida man attire, were loading a light pole on top of a grey Kia Sorento. The officer noticed the light pole was missing from an area on top of the bridge and saw the Kia driving eastbound with the pole strapped to its roof. (laughs) Fucking hell, that suspension is gone. (laughs) The officer initiated a traffic stop and took Victor Walter Appler, 46, and Blake Lee Waller, 42, into custody for questioning. Uh, Appler told officers he was moving the p- pole because it was laying on the ground close to lines of traffic. Oh, so he's um, being a good citizen. He was moving it, but he put it on top of his car, strapped it to it, and was driving several miles away from where he moved it from. He really didn't want it in the middle of the road, you know? No, he was being very careful. But it, But, like, surely it's someone's job to move that when it falls down. Oh yeah, it would be, but I don't think it's this man's job. <laughs> Unless he has a secret double life that he's not told us about. <laughs> Officers did a pawn database search and learned that Appler had 72 scrap metal related transactions since January, apparently, uh, in pawn shops. <laughs> so this must have been like, you know, like a bunch of money had just landed in his lap essentially. But what pawn shop is going to buy a light pole? Uh, where is this? This is in Florida. Connor. Connor. Yeah. You know exactly yeah. what kind of pawn shop will buy a light pole. Yeah. No. Yeah. One ran by a Florida man. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. No, you're right too. <laughs> How would you get it into the shop? Like, Do you get somebody, guy, to carry it around the back, like turn it around the corner if the shop isn't like... If it's not a straight door in, if it's like a front door and then you have to walk through a little col- uh, corridor to get to the second door into the pawn shop, like they're just like turning the corner. Yeah, and it's it's, it's that pivot scene from Friends, but like... <laughs> pivot! It's like 60 foot longer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, what, what length are power poles? They're fucking massive. They're fucking, they're bigger than me, I'll tell you that much. They, they are, I would say they're about maybe 30 feet. 25 feet. At least. And, and, and that could yeah. be bigger in America, you know? Yeah. And so you're driving along with that strapped to your roof. That is... That's... 
Seems like a lot for the pawn database search. 72 scrap metal related transactions. I could only assume they were smaller scrap metal trans- transactions. And when he seen this, his eyes did the dollar sign signal. Yeah, and also, as he's like driving around with that on his car, if he turns a corner, he's going to clothesline fucking everyone with the pole. <laughs> True, because unless they chopped it at the scene... With like, with like a cutter or something, everybody's dead once he turns that corner. Yeah, like imagine he turns a corner and there's like a bus, ne- like near him, and he, it, that's going to swivel into the bus, or there's a, you know, a person, and he just gets hit in the head with a with a street pole. But but even even if it was slightly smaller, say in America it is slightly smaller, even if it's like fifteen feet, twenty feet. I mean, it's still a pretty fucking big pole to be driving around with. And especially because it's made of pure metal. Like, if you get hit with that, that is lights out. Uh, yeah, like, you're not coming back from that because you'll be turning <laughs> and it will be, like, accelerating towards your head and no one will believe you. Why are you late for work? I got hit by a traffic light. Right. Okay. <laughs> a light pole, sorry. The, um... Uh, the standard utility pole in the United States is about 40 feet or 12 metres long. Fuck off. Fuck off. However, 12. poles can reach heights of 120 feet or oh, more go. to satisfy requirements. Jesus. He was looking at those serious dollar signs. That, I mean, look, if you are converting it to scrap metal, it's a lot of scrap metal. Mm. But if, if you're, he's going to give me $100 for one foot, and I'm bringing in a 100-foot pole... I'm I, I'm rich, is all I know. I'm, I'm rich, is all I know. Also, that would be a nightmare if it was 100 feet long. <laughs> that, that's not a length that two lads can carry it from either end, like... No. You'd see, him go, you'd see the car turn in the corner a good four minutes before the car turned up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, and imagine like the backup of traffic behind them. Then <laughs> he's just parked in the center of the town, and there's nobody on for a mile either side. <laughs> just, yeah, just like huge amount of cars about fifty feet behind and in front of him. Yeah, nobody wants to take that extra step because we've all seen that movie where the pole goes flying off and you get speared oh, by yeah. it. You don't want that. Yeah, that's not fun. No, you don't want that. If Okay, say, let's go 40 feet. Even 40 feet, you turn a corner, that's game over. Unless he chops it at the time, at the stage. But I don't think so. In my head, the hurricane would have just pulled it out of the ground. And it would have just been lying on the ground, like, fully formed. Yeah, like, maybe it was bent and dented and stuff like that. But it, that is still a long pole. <laughs> mm, mm. Do, do you think Florida Man has gone well? These Florida men, are they geniuses? Or maybe they've let the side down? They're, look, they're, I can admire their entrepreneurial spirit. They flew too close to the sun. They did, on wings made of pure wax. Pure uh, <laughs> wax. <laughs> their eyes were bigger than, you know, the law. Or just logic. Yeah. They're like, oh, fuck, that's a lot of, that's a lot of metal. So as they crashed down from the sun, they probably hit a few poles along the way yeah and then look more scrap metal for them so it's win-win 
Um, so Sean I think that's it for this week's weird news what a week of weird news a lot of traffic related violations this week a lot of traffic stuff yeah I noticed that this week but you can't you can't overlook a woman who wanted to poop a winning lottery ticket lead left behind and these men who stole a 40 foot light pole (laughs) that's still that's still fucking ridiculous to me too long it's too big it's too big also they probably only used like two straps on it to put it on the roof. Yeah, it's, no, it's held out by blue tag. Oh, of course. Oh, That'll be fine. It's grand. It'll be fine. It'll hold it. Sure, didn't it hold up that <laughs> no, toaster for the years? The, land, the passenger seat was holding it with one hand outside the window. Oh, like a it's cool like, oh, it's guy. Grand, Tommy, go on there now. Throw, throw a hand on that there. Good man. Good man. <laughs> yeah. uh, do you want to take us out? Yes, thank you everyone for listening to this episode of Weird News Wednesday. We will be back on Friday with Hero or Zero, Monday with Movie Mondays, and next Wednesday with another episode of Weird News Wednesday. Big thank you goes out to all of our patrons who support us over on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash Heroes for Hire podcast. Or there's a link in the description to that if you're interested. Uh, thank you all so, so much to everyone who supports us over there. And don't forget, if you haven't already, go listen to, we put out our Lazarus Pit episode where we talked about The Incredibles uh, this month. Uh, so that is up there for our $5 and above patrons to listen to and hopefully enjoy. Um, but the best way you can ever support the show is by telling one human being that we exist. Mm. Oh. Just just the one. Oh. Sorry, I, I, I went, mm. But I should have went in with just the one. No, it's fine. Look, we have a rhythm, Connor. I'd appreciate it if it sticks to it. <laughs> That's the first time in 100 weeks I haven't jumped in. <laughs> well, 101 weeks. <laughs> 101, yes, yeah, so you're right. Um, but, yeah, we're on all the social medias. Facebook, Heroes for Hire Podcast. Instagram, Heroes for Hire Podcast. Twitter, at Heroes for Hire Pod. The four is the number four. Or you can email us, Heroes for Hire underscore at Outlook.com. But I think that's about it, Connor. I think so. So I've been Connor Lawler. I've been Sean Mean. I'll see you next week, guys. Bye. Bye. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.